everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Ubuntu Security Podcast with me, your host, Alex Murray. So this week, uh, we're looking at about 83 different unique CVEs that the team has addressed across the supported releases of Ubuntu. We'll be talking things like uh, Wi-Fi vulnerabilities, as well as a vulnerability in apt, and uh, just some, I guess, general other updates as well, uh, including, unfortunately, a, a regression that was in the kernel package uh, for Trusty. All right, so let's get started. So uh, as we talked last week, uh, we had talked about L1TF, the uh, level one terminal fault vulnerability. And uh, the team had worked in particular um, quite hard in conjunction with the kernel team to produce fixes for this and have them available as soon as the vulnerability went public. But uh, unfortunately, there was a regression in the packages for Trusty for the hardware enablement kernel. So uh, the team has issued a security notice basically detailing the regression as well as the updated package versions and in this case uh, I guess the problem was there was um, some particular issues on a couple of different hardware configurations where either the kernel would fail to boot or where Java applications would fail to start so those have both been resolved. The next thing I want to talk about is a vulnerability in WPA Supplicant and Host APD. Basically, uh, a group of researchers actually used symbolic execution to analyze the um, WPA2 four-way handshake and find weaknesses in the implementations for that. So they looked at the implementation within WPA Supplicant and found a number of issues. And in particular, they found this decryption oracle. And what that is, is basically a way where an attacker can use uh, various properties of the implemented cryptographic protocol uh, to be able to use it to find out the, uh, the, the encryption key. In this case, the group key. So basically what would happen is that the attacker would be able to take a frame that's on the air, modify that, and the receiver would go ahead and decrypt that frame, but without first authenticating it. And in this case, then the attacker could use the fact that the time taken to either decrypt that or not would vary depending on how they've altered it. And they can use that as a timing side channel to once they can essentially send enough frames to recover the full key. Now, there are a few things about this attack that make it impractical in practice. Now, the first one is that you have to be using WPA2 with uh, TKIP, the Temporal Key Integrity Protocol, uh, which usually isn't the way that it's deployed, usually it's CCMP. And so that kind of gives the limits the impact of this. The second one is that actually to recover that key, yeah, the attacker needs to send uh, quite a large number of frames. And these can either end up causing things like uh, the connection to disconnect, um, and that would make it take longer. Or in the meantime, the group key can actually get changed by the uh, access point. And so uh, that kind of limits really the, the practicality of this attack. But it is a really cool piece of research. I've got some links in the show notes to the actual paper that was published. And if you want more details, go and check them out. The next vulnerability I want to talk about is one in apt. Uh, the package manager, the uh, system to download and install updates for Ubuntu. And so this has been dubbed Mirafail by the the author of apt. Uh, he's even got his own little website for it. That's pretty, pretty neat. Uh, it's basically, I guess, a tongue-in-cheek um, way of poking fun at the way that almost every vulnerability nowadays has its own website and has its own name. So yeah, this one's called Mirafail. Anyway, 
uh, the idea is that in Apt, there is a, a feature where instead of just listing a single mirror to download your updates from, you can give it a list of mirrors that it should try. And you do this with the, the mirror protocol, mirror colon slash slash, and uh, then Apt will behind the scenes go away and kind of query each of those mirrors in turn. And if one uh, fails because it's not able to be reached, it will fall back then to another one. Now, the logic for this uh, was reworked in Apt 1.6, and unfortunately, uh, a bug was introduced where it would uh, first try one mirror, and if that fails, it would fall back to another, but in doing so, it wouldn't actually check the cryptographic hash, the in-release file. So basically, what you would end up with is that the first mirrors, uh, you would trust the data that the first mirror had given you, but then you would end up installing the packages that the second mirror had. And so this then could be used uh, potentially to install untrusted packages. Now, uh, again, a bit like uh, the WPA issue, there's a lot of things that limit the applicability of this in practice. The first one is that uh, we don't actually use the mirror protocol by default at all in Ubuntu. And this is something that uh, a user or system administrator has to opt into and configure manually themselves. Second one is that for an attacker to actually take advantage of this flaw, they have to have compromised at least two mirrors that you have to be using in your setup. So they have to compromise one so that they can make it essentially fail at the right point in the exchange. And then they have to compromise uh, the second one to actually put their compromised packages there. So uh, yeah, it's uh, again, another kind of neat vulnerability, but um, very, very uh, low chance of this ever actually being, being an issue for anyone. But yeah, as I say, that's been updated for apt versions greater than 1.6 and that only affects Bionic. All other uh, releases have earlier apt versions that do not contain this bug. The next thing I want to talk about is a vulnerability in uh, the base files package. So this contains, uh, I guess, a heap of core stuff in Ubuntu, in particular the message of the day script. And this contained, I guess, um, the kind of vulnerability that we've seen time and time again, but in this case it was uh, insecure use of temporary files. And so basically this could allow a, a local user to either cause a denial of service or escalate privileges. But in this case, uh, the privilege escalation was only able to be done if the user has turned off the kernel symlink protections, which are enabled by default in Ubuntu. So essentially, if you've opted out of one of these hardening features, you're exposing yourself to further risk. So don't do that. Uh, we've also then got, uh, I guess, some just more general updates. Uh, so things like OpenJDK uh, package was updated to fix a number of vulnerabilities. Uh, the SpiderMonkey package from Mozilla has been updated. Um, and we've also addressed an update for Pango, which is the text uh, rendering library um, used in a lot of the Ubuntu desktop. Finally, we've had uh, a raft of kernel packages updates. So the kernel team uh, released regular updates to the kernel that roll in uh, all the recent uh, vulnerability fixes. And so we're looking in the order of about uh, 18 CVEs fixed across the different releases of Ubuntu, Bionic, Xenial, etc. This then includes things like all the, all the kind of custom kernel packages like uh, the Raspberry Pi and all the other platforms that Ubuntu supports. Okay, so uh, that roughly covers it for general fixes this week and vulnerabilities. The last thing I want to talk about is the team is still hiring. We've got open positions for the Ubuntu security manager and for a Ubuntu security engineer. So if you've ever wanted to contribute to the security of your favorite operating system, uh, I urge you to check out the links in the show notes and apply because we'd love to have you on board. As usual, you can get in contact with the team at security at ubuntu.com or you can find us in the Ubuntu Hardened channel on the Freenode IRC network 
or you can get us on Twitter at Ubuntu underscore set. So thanks again, everyone, for listening for this week. And we'll be back again next week uh, with another episode. But until then, remember, remain calm and enable automated upgrades. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye.